Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. I'm Marcia. The title of the message today is When You Need a Psalms 91 Kind of Day. Psalms 91.1 He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. 91 verse 2 I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Lord, work through me and deliver your word. Let every ear receive what you have for them today. Amen. We need the Holy Spirit to dwell in us at all times like never before. You do not know who or what you will encounter in a day's time. Psalms 91 is about being in the care of God, spending time with Him, and when you're in need, He will be there for you. I am speaking of situations that occur that can be horrific. God will show up and He will have your back. He will get you through trouble even when you didn't see it coming. It says in 1 John 4:15 and 16, Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him, and he in God. And when we have known and believed the love that God has to us, God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwells in God. And God in Him. People often say that God is about love, and He is, but they wonder if God is about love, why are they going through the bad times, and why won't God make it better? Some people believe that since God is supposed to be about love, they should not be having bad things happen to them, and in truth, the bad things that are happening to them are based on the choices that they have made, and some of those choices have not been good choices. However, they refuse to try to do things the right way to correct the mistakes. They refuse to submit to God and obey His word. They are bitter and they wallow in sin and they accuse God of not caring because of all of it. God knows what boundaries He has set that will get us into heaven. He knows that if we honor and obey His word, we will not be lost. It is his love for us that causes him to give us this information. He's not letting us stumble around in the dark. He's got it all laid out for us. He will bring conviction to your spirit when you do something wrong. And that's when you ask for forgiveness and you correct the mistake. He gives us chance after chance to repent, to correct Things that are wrong in our walk. 
and in our life. He sends people to us to give us a word. He puts that gut feeling down inside of us when we're doing something that we shouldn't be doing or we're going somewhere we shouldn't be going. But some people still question his love. He doesn't have to have any mercy. He doesn't have to grant it to anyone. But time after time, he keeps coming back to get you on track, to get all of us on track. It's up to us to listen, to obey, and to accept and make those changes in our life. He doesn't want there to be any surprises. So he has his word that he has given us. If you do not make it into spending eternity with him, it's not going to be because you did not know. It's not going to be because you didn't know what his expectations were. It's going to be because it was your choice. No one can get mad at God because they refuse to follow him, to follow his word, and to step out of sin. However, when you choose to dwell with him, he will turn situations around. He will turn them upside down. He will make it work for you in your favor because of the love that he has. When we dwell with him, we are spending time with him. We are vesting our time into him to build a relationship and to get to know him. And we find out what his character is. And we can follow his word to know what he tells us is right and what's wrong. It's not hard. It's not tricky. And it's not a surprise. It informs us in Psalms 91.3, Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Not all traps that are set for us will be obvious. We're not going to see all of them coming. Not all traps come from a person that we are having trouble with. But God sees everything, and he knows what is going on in the spirit realm. He knows how to redirect your route. He knows how to warn you away from certain groups of people. Have you ever started down a certain direction, but you felt deep down in your spirit that you should not go that way? That it was a gut feeling that was warning you away? That's the Lord protecting you, turning you around so you don't head down the wrong direction and get caught up in something that you didn't expect. We often don't give much thought to these prompts, but they are real, and they are a way for the Lord to protect you if you will listen and pay attention. Psalms 91.4 says, He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Not everything we encounter is a major dramatic event, but the protection that the Lord provides to us can make a huge difference in our life, no matter how big the threat or how small the threat. He provides physical protection 
and he protects us by revealing truth to us about others. Because he will sometimes warn us we can avoid problems and heartache down the road. Psalms 91, 5 and, and 6. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. Pestilence can be many things. It can be a plague. It can also be death. It was death for the firstborn of the Egyptians when Pharaoh refused to let the Israelites go. Exodus 12:29 reads, And it came to pass that at midnight the Lord smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sat on the throne, unto the firstborn of the captive that was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of cattle. Moses was given instruction by the Lord that the Israelite community should kill a lamb and use the blood to paint over their doorpost and on the side post of their door. They were not to come out until morning. And in doing this, death would pass by them and they would be safe. In Numbers 16.48, it says, And he stood between the dead and the living, and the plague stayed. In this situation, it's where Korah had come against Moses and Aaron, Korah and a lot of his friends. And the Lord destroyed them. He opened the earth, and it swallowed Korah and his entire encampment and then the ground closed back up. When that happened, a lot of the Israelite community turned against Moses and Aaron, and they accused them of killing Korah. And the Lord was angered by that. And he moved upon them with a pestilence, which was a plague, and it killed many of them. But Moses and Aaron were interceding for them, and Aaron was instructed to take the censer with oil and offer atonement for their actions. And so he did that. He ran out among the congregation and he stood between the living and the dead and made atonement for them. So a pestilence comes in many forms, but it will bring death. However, when you dwell within the Lord, and he dwells within you. Not even that will touch you. If you want to read about Korah's rebellion and how Aaron stood between the living and the dead to atone for their sins before the Lord, you can find all of that in Numbers chapter 16, verse 1 through verse 50. Whether it is war or pestilence or anything else, when you are counted as one of God's people, he will protect you. Unfortunately, some people are deceived and they, they believe they are one of God's people, but they're not 
because of how they choose to continue in their sin. They refuse to believe that they will fall into hell. They continue to live a life of sin, doing exactly what they want, and it is against the word of God, but they don't think about that. And they believe that when they die, the sin will just fall off automatically and they'll walk right into heaven. Though the word of God spells it out, what we do need to do to be saved, what we should not do so that we can stay saved, what they carry on them is a spirit of deception. They deny and they refuse to see the word of God and they refuse to believe that it applies to them. But God tells us to repent and to repent means to turn away from and not go back to it. He tells us not to sin. He gives us instructions on how to live our life so that we can have a life of eternity with him. And it all starts with asking God to forgive you for your sin. When they come to the realization that the word of God is for all of us, because there is no respecter of persons with God, what he says he means, and he means for all of us to abide by it. No one is excluded from it. But I hope that they come to the realization of this before it's too late. Because if they do not, walking into heaven is not what they're going to be doing. Psalms 91, 7 and 8 says, A thousand shall fall at thy right side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Sometimes we do not grasp scripture until we are witnessing things occurring around us. Then we clearly get the full picture and meaning of what the Lord is saying to us. Psalms 91, 9 and 10. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. Can you imagine chaos and terror occurring all around you, but it doesn't come near you? Because we have chosen to live for the Lord, and we have him in our heart, and we are serving him. Can we actually be a witness to these things and they not touch us? Psalms 91.11 For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. When we make the Lord our habitation, he will dispatch his angels to watch over us. As scripture says, many will fall around us, but we will remain standing. He protects us from pestilence. Because we have chosen to abide, spend time with him, 
be in his care and dwell in his secret place, he protects us from all of these things. As we dwell in his presence and learn of him, he shapes and molds us and he transforms us into that creature that he wants us to be. We have made the choice to know him. And when you do that, there's no misunderstanding of his word. You totally understand what he is telling you, what instructions he is giving you, and you are willing to follow them. He will reveal himself. We are blessed that he chooses to do this. No matter what you are going through, he will get you through it. For those who are having a good day, he can make it even better with blessings falling upon you and you have no clue that they're coming. Not every blessing is material. Some are answered prayer and some come because we are obedient and love the Lord. He does love us. But understand, with that love comes correction. With that love comes obedience that he expects from us. He will work in our lives in many different ways to bring his truth so that we have an opportunity to turn things around when they go awry in our life because he doesn't want us to perish. He wants us to be with him for all eternity. Be a doer of the word, not just a hearer of the word. Do what he has told all of us to do and instructed us to do. If you are looking for a Psalms 91 kind of day where you know the Lord is protecting you no matter what comes, then just invite him into your heart and spend time with him. Abide with him and he will abide with you. Once you invite him in, get ready. My closing prayer. Lord, it is my prayer for us to take the time to talk with you, to get to know you. You will hear from the humble heart and what each one has to say. Until others experience you working on their behalf, they will not understand what it feels like to have the Almighty looking out for them. I pray that they will get that opportunity. You will stop at nothing to help us and to save us when we are in need. Nothing is overwhelming about spending time with you. It is a peaceful encounter. An encounter, I pray somebody will make the choice to take today. Once they do, they need to get ready for the encounter of a lifetime. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.